station right off Bluff. It's the Devin Dixon Show from the TDS Cable for Business Studio on Sports Radio 97.7. I can see people tuning in, driving around. What's well, been a snowy Southern Utah day? Just headbanging to a little ACDC. We're getting fired up for the girls and boys 4A state high school championships in hoops. And here to talk about it, my man Mark Musgrave alongside Andy Thompson. I'm Devin Dixon, and boy, oh boy, let the excitement begin. Who can take down the Cedar Lady Redmond? They have not lost a game all season. They go undefeated in non-region, undefeated throughout the whole Region 9 season and head into the state tournament as the heavy favorite. But there's a bunch of other teams that have locked in that would love a shot at this team. Uh, Mark, how you doing, man? This is I'm exciting. Is there another song that can get your heart bumped, beaten like ACDC Thunderstruck? I don't think there is. I'm a little I biased think Metallica won. I think Metallica won. I'm a little biased towards Thunderstruck, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. no, I know. Um I think Kickstart Your Heart, Motley Crue, could get That's you fired up. That's a good one. Right? I'm trying to think your genre here. I'm trying to relate. Uh, uh, I love Paradise City, Guns N' Roses. Yeah, amen. Um, but no, ACDC's <laughs> Thunderstruck is yeah, classic. You know, speaking of the, you know, we're, we're talking about Cedar City and the Lady Reds. Yeah, 21-0, and 0, Dev. 21-0. and 0. So good. Now, they've been pushed a couple of times. You know, Desert Hills pushed them last game. Um, I think they ended up losing by four or five in that game. Desert Hills was within two with just seconds left and they ended up losing by five. So they have been pushed as of late, but I'm with you. I, I cannot wait to see how this all plays out. It was interesting because we had Coach Brignier, Pineview Girls Basketball head yep. coach, on on Monday before that play-in game between Pineview and, and Snow Can. We had Coach Rarick on, too. And, uh, of course, Pineview ended up winning that game by five. Um to and get into the postseason, they got they got to play Lehigh. And, and just touching on that game, on that play-in game, I went over there and watched that game, and that was a dogfight throughout. Both teams wanted that game, and it showed. I mean, they were on the floor after loose balls. Both teams wanted that game. It was so impressive to watch those girls compete like that. It's a shame that there had to have been somebody that didn't that didn't uh, move on, um, being that the the Lady Warriors, but. What a great game that was. Yeah, and so Canada had a four-point lead going to the fourth quarter. Yeah. And Pineview just uh, went on a little run there and, and took that win. Yep. But Coach B said, I said, is this the most dominant team we've ever seen that you're aware of in Region 9 girls basketball? And he said, well, there was a couple other state championship teams. Uh, Ashley Beckstrand's freshman year when they had Bodner, that team probably could give the Cedar team all they want, if not yeah. more. Um uh, there was a Snow Canyon and a Dixie team that he referenced to. I think they both won state championships, if I'm not mistaken. But this is one of a kind team to go undefeated the entire season, like you mentioned, 21 yeah. and zero. Uh, that makes for some storylines, and it puts a big bullseye on their back heading into the girls' state championship. Absolutely, they're going to get everybody's best, so they will need to be prepared, and I think they will be. Um, it's going to be fun to watch this play out. So their first game is they have Salem Hills. Um, and they are the fourth seed, 
out of their region. Just like They're, the boys is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were 7-15 and 15 overall, 6-6 six and six in their region. Now, they do have a girl. Her name is Brooke Vance, and she averages 17 a game. And I pulled up her last two games, and she's averaging close to 22 a game her last couple of games of the of the region play. Um, and then they have several girls right in that 6-9 to nine point range. So um, they need to be aware of her, obviously. Um, you never know who gets hot. Girls basketball's just like Region 9. You just never know what to expect, So especially when it comes to girls basketball. But but sounds like she's a, a player. Rest assured, Cedar will put their best defender and their second-best defender and just probably yeah. – they'll probably play man-to-man a lot and just try to lock her down. Um, do they have some support if if Cedar takes her away? Like I said, they have several girls right in that six to nine point range. Um, so, and she, that's the hard part about Cedar. Mark is Cedar's exactly. got four or five that can get hot and score, and you can't just go in there and focus on shutting one down. Right. You've got Weaver, Johnston, Oldroyd, Hinkle, Torgerson, Laws. I mean, and I could probably go farther down the list, but yes, they are they're loaded. So uh, the top of the bracket, uh, Stansbury plays Logan, and then Cedar plays Salem Hills. And then uh, the, the other part of the top half of the bracket, Lehigh hosts Pineview. Let's talk about that game. Uh, this is a, you know, you, you get past Snowcane like we just referred to Tuesday in that play-in game. And now you got to go up to Lehigh. Lehigh might be the second or the number one favorite team to give Cedar all they want. What's interesting about that is they could meet in the semifinals. That would not be a finals matchup if Lehigh and Cedar met. Pineview though, has other plans. They're going to try to upset the Region 10 number one seed. And that'll be fun to, you know, with uh, Avery Papa working the post, Sophie Jensen working the guards, and then they have some shooters. They got some um, they got some hard-nosed seniors that get in and get dirty, like with, with Macy Hayes and Bailey Hoffhines. They do the dirty work. They get the rebounds. They take the charges. Um it's, that's going to be an interesting game to watch. I mean, it's a one and a four. Lehigh's eleven and one in their region, nineteen and three overall, which is certainly nothing to shake your head at. So, no easy uh, matchup for yeah, Pineview. No easy matchup on the road. Yep. yep. But but if Pineview could upset them, um, that would that would certainly shake up the top half of that bracket. Oh, absolutely. And you know, the funny thing is, is Lehigh has two sophomores, um, averaging ten point nine points a game. Um, one of them is a twin. Um, they have twin, sophomore twins playing. Um, their names Madison Warren and Macy Warren. And Macy actually averages nine points. Um, so she's just two points below her twin sister. Almost identical statistics. So, yeah. Yeah. So it must be good players, the sophomores. Too. Absolutely. It looks like uh, Lehigh is, is, has it set up well for the next couple of years as well. I, I always wanted to be a twin. Although you talk to twins and sometimes you, do, they don't want to, they're like, I'd rather not. You do know? we want two Devons? I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know if we, I don't not. know if that can. <laughs> Probably not. That might be too much to handle for the world. Uh, okay, let's go to the bottom. And the other, the last game of the top half of the bracket, the girls for a state basketball championships, Green Canyon and Twill. That's a 2-3 matchup. You look yep. at the bottom half of the bracket, Spanish Fork, the two seed out of Region 10. Dixie Lady Flyers are the three seed. That game's going to be Saturday at 5 o'clock. Saturday at 5 o'clock, Dixie will be on the road at Spanish 4. Spanish 4. Again, this is going to be fun to watch. These two three seeds are really the games I am really looking forward to. Um, you know, Dixie's going to be led by Bundy, Schwalger, Tapasa, and Viafanua, and some other shooters that they have on the outside. Um, we've seen Dixie, the Lady Flyers, play, and they are impressive. Um, Spanish Fork. Now, Spanish Fork, they have two players. They're averaging double-digit um, scores. They have a, a, a girl named by the name of Bowman 
and a girl by the name of Stewart. Bowman is averaging over 17 points a game. Stewart is averaging close to 14. So they've got a couple of players that can actually light up the scoreboard. So, um, Dixie, I'm sure that the uh, the, fl- the Lady Flyer coach will have them ready to go. Right, Ryan Forsey uh, yeah, has done a great coach job. He, he was... Uh, helping with the freshmen and sophomores for years with Coach Cuff and Coach Roberts. Then he moved over to take the head coaching job for the girls, and he's done an incredible job. And can he go on the road and help the Flyers beat Spanish Fork? We'll find out that game uh, 5 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, you look uh, at the potential uh, matchup. If Dixie can beat Spanish Fork, they would play the winner of Ridgeline and Juan Diego. Ridgeline's the one seed. Juan Diego is the four seed. And then Bonneville Skyview winner will get the winner of Desert Hills Uenta. Desert Hills all the way down the two seed out of Region 9. They're at the very bottom of the bracket at home. It's Saturday at 2. Saturday at 2, yes, at the Thunderdome. And uh, Uenta comes in. What do we know about the Thunder's opponent? Uh, Uenta, again, there's another set of twins. Now, these are senior twins. Really? Uh, yes, Caitlin Callahan. She averages 17.5 points per game. And Cassidy Callahan, she actually leads the team in assists and steals. Assists, she's averaging close to five a game. And steals, just a hair over four steals per game. So the Callahan twins are something that Coach Denos is going to have to deal with. Um, you know, against Pine, against the Lady Panthers, Desert Hills did a lot of subbing. He kept their legs fresh, a lot of press, um, and and just a lot of pressure defense and so i don't know if that's going to be the game plan again i don't know this team really well other than just looking at some numbers but uh hope maybe that lady thunder press can uh slow those two girls down what gives you uh confidence that maybe desert hills could get to a state championship and have an opportunity to to, to play for a state title they're sitting down there kind of sneaky as the bottom of the bracket as the two seed and again they're they're one of those teams like the Lady Reds, maybe not as quite as dominant, obviously. Um, They're Captain, not 21-0. Captain Obvious sitting over here. But they do have girls. They have several girls that can jump up. Like last game, Kelly Nance, a senior Kelly Nance, had 22 points against Pineview. And senior Abby Monson had 13. Now, we have a freshman, Julia Jacobson, that can score double digits. Really, pretty much any time she needs to. Caitlin Phillips has had 20-point games. Um, we have and Rachel Myers, who is Morgan Myers' younger sister, mm-hmm. who plays at Dixie State, mm-hmm. um, having a great year. Morgan, have, is. she's having, yeah, she is. And Rachel's having a great year, especially the last half. And she's all, she's actually averaging close to three steals per game. Um, so she's kind of getting her sister's uh, bulldog type of defense going. Yeah, that's so. great. That's great. Uh, who, who do you think now that the regular season's wound down? Who do you? Is it one of the Cedar Lady Reds that is the MVP? Because Tylee Jensen Snow Canyon, I think, leads the region in scoring at 18 points and some change a game. But this Cedar team is such a, a, a balanced team that there's not like a – they're all great. There's not like a true superstar averaging 18, 20 points a game. But you'd think a That's... team that went 21-0 is probably going to get the MVP. Is it Samantha Johnston or is it uh, Logan Laws or is it Macy Torgerson? Because they all average about the similar statistics. Right. And the Weaver girl was actually preseason MVP. But she got hurt and missed some she time. Did. She yeah, only she pl- did. I think she missed seven games. Yeah. Seven games. And that, that probably hurt 
her from winning it. Probably yeah, one I, of her teammates that ends up winning this award. I, I, I agree. I think the Johnston girl, well, they're, I, I don't want to just call out and just say the Johnston girl. They're all such great players. and that But that does make it hard for that Lady Reds team to pull an MVP from that because they're all so good. Again, Tylee was fantastic on Tuesday night. Uh, she had 17 points, game yeah, high, in a and, loss. And so, you know, it all goes down to how you, I think, in your mind, how the MVP should work. Is it the most valuable player? Is it, is it numbers? Is it. I think it has to, has to go to, to Lady Reds this year. When you go 21 and 0, I think you're undefeated. Nobody's beat you. I think it's yeah. got to go to one of those players. But but there is a chance that coaches could say, you know, they're such a well-balanced team that Tylee's individual efforts are warranted to be an MVP. Right. But I would guess that one of the Lady Reds would get that. I, I would think so, too. And, and I don't think you're going to get – you're not going to get any argument from me. That's for well, sure. And the hard part is, is Andy, you, you, as you know, how do we pick an MVP? Because Pineview wins the region, so most likely they would get the MVP – and they're kind of similar to the senior on right, the boys' exactly. side. Yes, do you yes, pick Michael are. Moore? Do you pick Taven Shepard? Do you pick Jared Sudweeks? Do you pick? There's been different games where each one of those players has stepped up and hit the big shots or scored twenty plus. Yeah, I mean, you know, last year you knew Jackson Last was probably going to be or Branson Blackner. You had all these, yes. you know, great individuals. Where, but this year it's a little bit more difficult. And so actually, this year I'm kind of more interested in how the coaches shake out the MVP voting. I agree. Of course, they're not worried about that right now. All all our teams, all our coaches, the fans are all worried about, can we get to a state championship game? Absolutely. History history bodes well for, for our Region 9 teams when it's played either up at SUU or down at Dixie State. We, we've done really a lot better than we've had to travel up north for state yeah, championships. I agree totally. And, and like I said, the numbers state that. So um, I'm looking forward to a great both girls and boys Region 9 representing well. Just want to remind all the parents to – Remember, do Rowdy right out there. Let's let's represent Southern Utah, Region 9. We're, we're classy down here in Southern Utah. Don't so. throw your gum at the officials. That's a <laughs> dumb blank move. <laughs> Absolutely. But let's let's uh, let's represent well, not just um, the court, not just play on the court, but obviously in the stands. I thought it as was well. kind of cool, Mark, because a couple weeks ago uh, the officials wore the sportsmanship uh-huh. wristbands, and I know a lot of the. You know, PA announcers at yep. all the schools statewide were reminding people sportsmanship and reminded me of last year they did a, a silent sidelines at the youth soccer games where they asked fans and they had big sandwich signs up saying, Hey, just watch. Don't cheat. just just right. just be silent. Yeah. And it was kinda cool to kind of remind parents, hey, just watch, just enjoy. Right. You know, and just at the end of the game, the best thing you can do for your kids is tell them, "Hey, I love to watch you play." Yeah, absolutely. Win or lose. Yeah, let's just let's keep it classy. Let's represent Region Nine the way it should be. Okay, Ron Burgundy. Yeah, baby. Uh, predictions on the girls. Do you want to make a? I mean, are you with I, about everybody I'll else you, and saying Cedar's going to win this thing in their back door? Obviously, their backyard? They're, they're they're heavily favored. I am just I I'm a little appalled looking at this bracket though with Cedar City and Lehigh both being in the top end of that bracket. That is disappointing to me. Um, just looking at their records, their overall records, their region records. Tell me who's going to play for the state championship. Who's going to be? Cedar and who? I got to put Cedar in there. Desert Hills, Lady Thunder. Cedar Desert Hills. (laughs) All right, bold prediction. Thanks for coming in. Little Region 9. bold. Girls basketball talk on the drive. Hour two coming up. Dr. Booth, uh, Tyler Roberts, Dixie Flyer, head coach, and much, much more.